It's what scientists refer to as the fudge-covered mint Oreo effect. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Uh, if you were just listening to The Cold Open, which you can be listening to every week if you're a patron at the $3 level, patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns, you know that we were just talking about um, procrastination, yeah. which is one of our favorite things to talk about. One of our best skills. You and I both uh, supremely skilled at procrastination. Ooh, baby, I can, I can start... Uh, I can start getting ready for something an hour early and show up 15 minutes late on the dot every time. <laughs> Buddy, you know what's crazier than that? You can start getting ready an hour and 15 minutes early, still be 15 minutes late. On the dot. <laughs> That's what they call Carboni standard time, and it is a known <laughs> quantity. Um, yeah, I, I, I think procrastination is, is, is a pretty big problem for me, always has been. Uh, especially if, with the ADHD, it's like you really need, this is something we've talked about before. You really need a deadline. Yes. And it yes. needs to be, it can't be a deadline that you give yourself because that's fake. You're not a boss. Right. Exactly. You will always let yourself down if you give yourself the deadline. Ah, I'm not the boss of me. Right. I don't tell me what to do. <laughs> that was, listen, Earlier me set that deadline and earlier me was in a different situation. Right. There were different factors. It was a different context. Look yeah. at me now. This is who I am now. And I have more information than that guy. And I'm not doing the thing. And you know what? Come to think of it, that guy's an asshole. Dude. Why would that guy even expect me to have it done by now? Because I have a couple of hours tomorrow that that guy didn't even consider. Let me tell you something. If life is a journey of personal and spiritual growth and I'm a better person every morning than I was the day before, then that guy who set the deadline a week ago genuinely was an asshole. Jeff, you're right. <laughs> I am person. way better than that guy. Ipso facto worst person. Why would I listen to bad people? I Listen, never <laughs> listen to bad people. Listen to me. Never listen to bad people. Um... So this is this is a known factor. This is this is a known thing. Everybody performs better with an external deadline. Uh, and boy, I'll tell you, Jeff, there are a lot of there are a lot of things that try to be that deadline for you or try to help you. If you're mm. a problem, if you have a problem with deadlines, did you ever sign up for one of those things that like these apps were really popular a while ago? They were sort of negative reinforcement apps where. Yeah. uh if you didn't do a thing and check it off your list in a certain time, it would like take money out of your bank account and donate it. Or it would like, <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Or it would like tweet yeah. something embarrassing to your Twitter account. You know, everybody <laughs> shame yeah. me. I missed my deadline. Yeah. Do you remember I never these signed things? up for that. As I'm not, I'm not that self-flagellating, but uh, yeah. yes, I remember those, those coming up or even, you know, even the thing like the Duolingo that's like, notification on your phone. Hey, why are you ignoring me? Yo, every meme about that fucking owl with a gun to your head is true. <laughs> exactly. Nothing makes me want to learn a language less than the Duolingo reminders. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. that's, and that's the thing. These are artificial deadlines. Also, can I just say, even back then, this was in the early days of apps, these things that we're talking about, but those apps that were, that were heralded as like really good ideas, boy, 
back then we should have even seen that as a red flag that technology only knows how to negatively motivate you. (laughs) The algorithm only knows how to give negative feedback, man. Um, Mm. But so there, there has to be a deadline. But Jeff, what if I told you? Tell me. That there, you have something to do and the deadline is two months from now. When would you start? It's a big project. You know, I used to always say in college, I used to always say, uh, if you wait to the last minute, it only takes a minute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it depends on the project. Like, again, man, that's not true. Be it honest. Be honest. You're it in doesn't the, depend on the project. You're in the yeah, anxiety would, chamber here. Be real. Yeah, I would, I would, I would put it off. Uh, you know, it's a month out. I'm not going to, I, I'm not going to think about it. Here, here's a perfect example of that. Yeah. We just had a holiday break, right? We mm-hmm. as a culture just had a holiday break. Yeah. I had, uh, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit earlier about the dungeon run. I do a lot of work for the dungeon run. I have to write a lot of things. I have to come up with a lot of things and it's very, uh, it's very stressful. But this is the perfect example of a deadline because every Wednesday we got to do a show and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I have to have the show ready by Wednesday. Yeah. So it is, right? It's the Muppets, I, I it's, get it done. It, it's the Muppets conundrum is what I call that. Yeah. The theater's there. Right. The cast is there. Everything's got to come together. That's the Muppets <laughs> yeah. conundrum. Yeah. That's the it's best. I think that's the best. A, that's the best yeah. situation to be in. Yeah. But. Over the break, I had two weeks off and mm-hmm. I knew there was this big thing coming up in the story that I needed to really think about and prepare for. But I thought, mm. I got, I got two weeks, baby. That's so much more time than usual. So much more time than usual. Well, cut to that, this last Wednesday or whatever it was, uh, Wednesday ago. Yeah. When I'm, you know, stressed, running out of time because I didn't spend a single minute of those two weeks working was this on the big, it. Was this the big dragon episode? This was the big dragon episode. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so when, you know, honest engine, I will tell you if I had a month to do something, I probably get started week of at the earliest and maybe even closer to, you know, a couple of days before, which is, I'm not proud of that. No, 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 but it's, it is how you are. Now, what yeah. if I told you, like you said, what if I told you all of a sudden, Jeff, there's a big scheduling thing and we've got to do the dungeon run three days early this week. What would you do? Would you, would, would you immediately just get it done? I don't know. I would complain a lot. Sure. I would complain a lot. Uh, well, let's pretend I mean, that it was because of you. Oh, right. That I have to do it three. Yeah, I would get it done. You'd just get it done. Because yeah. a deadline of two days is so much more real than a deadline of a month. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and this is something I think we all have sort of understood, but um, a new study published in Economic Inquiry has Mm. actually sort of quantified this. Uh, This is a study that was done in New Zealand. Uh, Participants were randomly selected and they were told that they had been invited to take part in a simple five-minute survey, five-minute written survey, fill it out, send it back. They gave you the envelope and the postage and everything. Fill out the paper, send it back, and they will give $10 to the charity of your choice. Okay? Now, participants in this were placed into three different groups. In the first, they were given 10 days. You got to get this survey back in 10 days. As long as it's postmarked 10 days from now, you get the $10. Uh 
The second one had a month. The third one had no deadline at all. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Which group do you think sent the most surveys back? It's got to be the, the earliest deadline people, right? Jeff, what if I told you it was the no deadline people? No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Isn't that, that's completely counterintuitive, isn't it? It is. It is. I would have, I would have put any amount of money on the fact that like very few of the no deadline people even got around to it. Right. That's what I would have said too. Oh, I got to mail that thing back. Oh, I got to mail that thing back. Yes, exactly. Here's what's wild. When it comes to short versus long deadline, we are correct. The people who had 10 days, more people sent it back than the people who had a month, right? And let me tell you, the, the response rates were incredibly small in each group. Like, let's not. <laughs> Nobody let's, wanted free money. Yeah, look, hey. <laughs> well, because it's not going to, well, that's the other thing is it's not going to their pocket too. That's why I like the design of this experiment. Yeah. It's $10, it's going to a charity, right? Right. It's like, oh, I know I should do this. This is good because it's $10 to the charity, right? But it's not like, oh man, they're going to give me $10 for this or, right. you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's not something that comes to you. So the sort, of, the sort of selfishness is removed from it. It genuinely is just a simple task with a deadline. Uh, I will say this though, only 6.6% of the people in the one week condition or the 10 day condition uh, return the survey. 5.5% wow. of the one month people return the survey. So it's, it's, it's very small in both cases. It's, it's very just small. Mild, minor, minor improvement in that. Yeah. But I, I, think, deadline. I think the other thing to, to think about in this too, is this is a very low stakes task. Sure. Yeah. You know, there's, it's yeah. not like even, it's not a work thing or something like that where it's yeah. like, there's, there's, there's really not, a lot of pressure. They really wanted to make it that the pressure is only the deadline. Right, right, right. You know? I would love for the. I would love to know how, what changes when the when the deadline itself comes with penalties. You know, like uh, you know, send this back, or you, we take you to collections, or whatever. Oh, you, I can tell you, know you from I mean? personal experience, it does nothing. <laughs> you better. There's there's consequences. Okay, there's consequences. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Literally a, a minute and a half before we started this this call to, to record this episode, I made an appointment uh, for the DMV to get yeah. my license plate changed because the deadline to get my license plate changed was the first of the year. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I got, I got you beat. Yeah. The entire pandemic, I was driving around on a car that was that I had forgotten to renew the title. Yeah. It was I was a, it was a, over a year over a year. <laughs> what finally got me to do it is they pulled me over, and they were like, "Dude, your title is." I was like, "I know, I got to do it." It's there's it's the pandemic and blah blah. And they're like, "No, dude, you don't understand. It's been so long that we could take your car right now." <laughs> they're like, "If you parked your car." And, a, and somebody came by and parking enforcement came by, they would have it's your car, car towed. <laughs> it's their car now. Your yeah. car is literally not owned by anyone. <laughs> you don't, you don't have a car, dude. I was like, oh shit. I was like, well, how long has it been? They're like, it's a year overdue, man. 
have you been getting the mail? I was like, yeah, I keep looking at the DMV things and I'm like, I got to open those. <laughs> you and I are the same. You and I are the same. Dude, and here's the I thing. Had, it's so, exp- it was so expensive because oh, there bet. are penalties and stuff. Fees. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Just free money that you could have had. Uh, I um talking about the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic. Pandemic started what? Uh, end of 2019 or beginning of 2020? Beginning March of 2020. Yeah. March okay. 2020. It's when so it really, August when it really started popping off. Yeah. My birthday is, is August 1st. So mm-hmm. my passport was set to expire. Passports are good in the United States for 10 years. Yeah. I got my passport in 2010. Yeah. And it was set to expire August of 2020 on my birthday. All I had to do was do the, the easy peasy renewal thing. And I could have gotten a passport, but the pandemic hit. My priorities are like, I, I, no, I'm not traveling anytime soon. I, I put it out of my head. I still don't have a passport. It's 2022. And now you got to no go passport. through the now, whole thing. Yes. I have to do the picture. I have to do the, I can't just like get the easy peasy renewal. Now I have mm-hmm. to like start from scratch and apply for a passport, which will take months. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's not, the it's worst. not pressing. Uh, right. It's not pressing, but here's the thing, Jeff, the people with no deadline. So the people with uh, the people who had a month, five, like five and a half percent of them returned the survey. People who had a week, 6.6% of them returned the survey. The people with no deadline, 8.3%. It's the biggest jump of all wow. of them. The biggest how, jump of account, all of them. How do they account for that? What, what, what is, what, what, no pressure at all means you do it more? That doesn't make any sense to me. So there's something very interesting about this because it's done by an economic journal, right? Economic <laughs> inquiry. By the way, most of my economic inquiries are, do I got money? Do I, do do I, got, do, do I, do I got money? <laughs> is this going to cost me anything? Do I have just money? There's an, an economic inquiry I got. That's, those are my, those are my two in- economic inquiries. <laughs> is there money for chicky nugs? <laughs> Real ones? Not frozen. Going out and getting chicky Ooh, nugs. Fancy chicky nugs. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, way, having a real, if you, I'm having a real good week, if I'm having a real good week, Jeff, I'll do a Shake Shack Chicky Nug. A Chicky what? Bite. Is that the, a, they call them Chicky Bites. Is that bites. top tier Nug? Oh. Is that top tier Nug? That's the current top tier Nug. I got to try that. There's just a Shake Shack just opened up near my house. I've First never, of all, congrats. I don't go there because I don't go there because they don't have, uh, you know, they have only beef and I don't eat beef. So I don't, I, haven't, I don't really do the Shake Shack, but I'll, I'll try a Nug. Oh, their chicken sandwich is unbelievable, dude. That's what I get most all of right. the time. Try their chicken sandwich. Hashtag not spot. I want you to know my mm. children, mm. ages five and three, only ever refer to a chicken nugget as a chicky nug. And that is entirely because of you. Yeah. There was somebody yeah. who tweeted that the other day. Did you see? Somebody, uh, no. tw- somebody tweeted that the other day, uh, too, that they, similar thing that they have two kids. Uh, whoever tweeted that, shout out. I can't remember who, I can't remember the name. But they tweeted that they only call it Chicky Nugs now. And it's because yeah. he's been doing it because he's been listening to the show. And I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. Chicky fuck Nugs. Yes. On. Chicky Nugs, baby. Um, yeah. So this is an economic inquiry, right? It was yes. the name of this journal. And they thought about this and they were like, well, <sighs> charitable, nation, charitable, blah, 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 blah. charitable donations usually come with 
an implicit sense of urgency when they come to you, right? Act now, help now, we need your help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help us to do good, right. um, that sort of thing. So what they're really saying is like, there, there just needs to be an implicit understanding that it's important to somebody else, right? Yeah. If you do this, it's important for somebody else. Um, and that, that is the biggest motivator. And so that really seems to be the underlying motivator behind deadlines that work, right? This the is DM- the thing we talked about at the beginning, which is if it matters to you, it doesn't matter. But if it matters to somebody else, it matters to you. Right. And the DMV isn't a person. The DMV is is an organization that uh, just wants me to fill out forms until the day I die. Their deadline doesn't right. matter to me. Right. But, you know, if if your partner or your friend or somebody like that goes, hey, can you do this? It's important to me. You go, yes, mm-hmm. I will do this. It's important to you. Now, right. that doesn't mean that the deadline automatically works and you're always going to make your deadline. But that means that you will eventually do that thing and you will do that thing with more urgency because it's important to somebody who's important to you. So you're telling me that my wife needs to get a job at the DMV. Yes. All right. And then she needs, and then she needs to fix, uh, the currently late registration on my motorcycle. (laughs) Um, I got the car taken care of. And when I got the car taken care of, I looked at the motorcycle and I was like, when was the last time? Okay. <laughs> Learning nothing from the experience. Learning nothing. Learning nothing. Um, and it's been chilly, so I'm not riding the bike. Oh, sure. Why do you, you don't need to ride so the bike. So I don't need it now. I just need to collect yeah. those late fees. Uh, um, <laughs> but here's what's really interesting. Let's talk about when these people responded and how close mm. to the deadline they responded, right? Okay. I'm going to guess that it's, it's, it's real damn close. Real close to the deadline, you think, in all conditions? Yeah. I think the people who had a month deadline did it very clo- close to the month deadline. Well, I don't know. You know, now that I say that, I feel like since it's such a small respondent group anyway, maybe that 5% or 6% or whatever it was are the people that just do it right away. You know, like the people that put it off to the, to the, to the end of the month are just not going to do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah. You are yeah. absolutely correct. Um, they found in all three groups the most productive day of the experiment. And it's great because they had, they had postmarks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the most productive day of the experiment was the second day. Everybody who did it, or most of the people who did it, did it in the second day, no matter what. They're the kind of people that go, this is a thing on my plate that I'm supposed to do. I did the thing. I put it in the mail. So 5% of the people are just the best people. Everybody else sucks like us. Well, here's what I'm going to say, Jeff. 5% of the people, only 5% of people are built in such a way where they can do this sort of thing. Yeah. 95% of us are not. And that means, hey, man, can we just lay off of all the deadlines for everything all the time? <laughs> Does everything really need a fucking deadline? I, I mean, That's what this it, tells you, me. 
you know, I'm inclined to agree with you because I'm in the 95%. Because it's better for us. Is the Get on board. It's better for 5%, us. Uh, are they, do they just have self-discipline? Are they just disciplined? Maybe, maybe that's it's, what it's it is. It's not that they're built, you know, any differently. It's just that they decide to be disciplined and actually be good people. Yeah. So in the, um, in the no deadline condition, there was a spike during the first few days and then a long tail of responses with most people replying within a month, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a few stragglers, but very few. Uh, respondents in the one month condition also responded in flurries at the beginning and the end of the allotted period. So yeah. you're right. There are some people that at the very last moment are like, shit, got to mail that out tomorrow. Right. Got to mail that out tomorrow. I don't get that 10 bucks. And then, so, so what this says is like, if you have to set a deadline, it should be a short one. Mm. That's the one that yeah. works the most. If you're going to set a timer calendar based deadline. Right. But what will motivate you the most is some sort of intrinsic value to the task itself. Outside of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, extrinsic, I guess that would be, but. Yeah. I think that's true. I think, you know, just anecdotally, if I'm trying to parse my own thought process or, or, or internal uh, reality when it comes to that kind of stuff. I think that I tend to be, I tend to, tend to compartmentalize very intensely in my life to much to my wife's chagrin. Cause she can like, she's all about multitasking all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Monday is for this. And I've got like three things I need to get done Monday. So Monday is spoken for because my brain energy now is built to do those three things that Monday has been designated as. Yeah. And then on Monday, I'll get a thing in the mail that says, you got to do this. And I'm like, that's not a Monday thing. That's mm-hmm. not, put that, I didn't put that in the Monday bucket. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with this. I can't even like, I can't even consider it. Jeff, it's, have you, and this is a serious question from a friend. <laughs> have you been tested for adult ADHD? No, but I suspect I probably, I don't know. Because let me tell you something about that bucket. That bucket is a very real, it's an ADHD thing. It's also an, uh, an autism spectrum thing. Uh, it, it can also be an anxiety or PTSD thing, but it's very much like, no, this has to be, this is the sort of thing that I do at 4 p.m. Mm, if it's yeah. not 4 p.m., I don't do this thing. And if, and, and that's, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like when I tell you, it's like when I told you the other week about how organizing my apartment is so hard for me because there doesn't just need to be a place for a kind of thing, like a notebook. There needs to be a place for small notebooks, hardcover notebooks. You know, there needs to be yeah, a, a, yeah. a specific place and I need to know where everything is. And there's this idea and, and there's this idea, there's this thing that happens with ADHD where it's very much like, no, this isn't a Monday thing. I can't do it right now. Please don't, please don't ask me to do this. I can't do it. I just figured out how to do these Monday things. Yeah. You know? I think, I think maybe there's a slight distinction to, ha- to how I internalize it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, uh, maybe you can say this is the same thing, but I, from my perspective, it's like I, I can only ever devote 100% to something. Yep. You know, like I don't have the bandwidth in my head I'll, here's a, here's a, here's the way I'll describe it. 
when I was doing a lot of theater, mm. there were folks that I would uh, act alongside that would come off stage and then like open up a book and read that book. And because they had, you know, 20 minutes until they had to get back on stage and do the rest of the, the next scene that they were in. So there was a scene that they weren't in. They have 20 minutes. They know they have 20 minutes. They crack open a book or play a video game, you know, play Nintendo DS or whatever, pop in headphones, do something else. Right. I could never do that. No, because you're being that be, guy right now. I'm in, I'm in this. I, I'm 100% this. I can't, if I go over here, I am completely, now I'm reading a book and I, I, I will miss my entrance or I'll-, I'll Yeah, of course, because then you're focused be on the something right else. Space. Yeah, switching gears is the hardest thing. It really, it really can be the hardest thing. And doing something when you when you didn't plan on it can be the hardest thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Worth doing an online survey, maybe. I am not a doctor. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I am not a doctor. Yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting. But so uh, that's so. If you are looking to do something in the future, uh, the best thing to do is set a short deadline, or don't give yourself a deadline and figure out the value as to why you need to be doing the thing. And that's the other that's the other thing that's unspoken here that I think is important. Like we need to get better at just being like admitting when something isn't important to us and so we're not going to do it. Right. I think that's a big one too. Yeah, that that sort of honesty with both yourself and others uh is 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 tough and yeah. it is also, you know, I Again, the biggest thing I struggle with is is just the perception, even the self perception, that it's just laziness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's tough. The laziness self talk is tough, and it's hard to like because there's this whole thing of like, oh, if I only was, if I only gave this much time to it today, I would be this much farther. And like, it's that right. it's that tendency to beat yourself up afterwards instead of like doing in the moment. Um, right. But you got to just be like. You got you to gotta retrain your brain to, to just be like, hey, I didn't do it today. Um, it seems like I'm excited or anxious about it. So I'll do it tomorrow. And I won't right. get on myself about having not done it today. That's all. You know what uh, everybody should do right now today, though? Sign up Go to for pay, our Patreon. Pay, Patreon.com slash we have concerns. I think that's a great idea. Probably a bunch of people listening have been meaning to do that. Mm. And because there's no deadline, yeah. they just haven't. Right? What if I'm we sure told there's you? a lot of folks who hear us say, we're going toward 100% conversion. Uh -huh. We're going, all you need is a dollar a month to join that Discord. $3 a month to get extra bonus audio. The conversations we have at the beginning feels like a whole other episode of the show. People are like, $3 a month, $1 a month. I can afford that. I'm going to do it. And then they never do. Mm. Listen, now's the time. Now is the time. Don't do uh, don't don't call yourself lazy. Don't beat yourself up over it. We're not mad at you. We know no. you've been meaning to do it. Yes, we know you've been meaning to spend that dollar a month to get the access to the Discord. You know, it'd be re yeah. it's real simple, real easy. Just do it right now. You'll feel so don't much do better. It, don't do it for yourself. <laughs> do it for us. Do it for us. Patreon.com slash We Have Concerns. Anthony, that was, the, it's that that was time. the guilt. That was the most guilty we've most guilting we've ever been, and I love that for us. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for We're us. We're one step away from being PBS with how guilty, <laughs> like how guilting we are. Oh, did you tell <laughs> them about the tote bags? We're wicked. We're Wikipedia right now. <laughs> it was so Wikipedia. Totally Wikipedia. Uh, 
you use Wikipedia so much, don't you? Don't you know? Like, wow, if everybody would just stop being horrible. (laughs) Have you ever thought about not being horrible and instead donating for all of the knowledge that we give you for free all the time, asshole? That's Wikipedia, not me. I would never say that. But we're one step away. Anthony, uh, let us transition now because I'm very (laughs) excited because it is that time again. It is. It has been too long, my friend, since we have had. Oh, no. Chronicles of a Badass. Oh, Jesus. They've, the people have been wanting it. It's a new year. Oh, it's been months since we've done a Chronicles of the Badass. Explain to people what you think Chronicles of a Badass is. <laughs> <laughs> These are our periodic check-ins on folks who are pioneers in their mm-hmm. own way. Uh, bold, brave, outside-the-box thinkers mm-hmm. who live by their own set of rules who try things that maybe others might consider, I don't know, foolish, ill-conceived, dangerous, stupid. And yet, the badass perseveres. Okay, so that's how Jeff sees it. How it really is, is once every few months, Jeff finds a story of just a goddamn idiot (laughs) and tries to explain explain why idiocy is bravery. Oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you on board this time, Anthony. I don't gonna, think you this will. This is your kind of guy. We're going from uh, do something to do nothing because this. Well, now you have my attention. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna like this one. Uh, this was sent to us by Mark, no nickname Nuffer. Mark, one of the earliest we have concerns nicknames, I believe. Prodigious member of the community. Yeah, uh, incredible. And coming through, even labeling this one. Uh, in the Discord, Chronicles of a Badass, question mark? To which I say, Mark, yes, yes. This badass I submit to you, Anthony, goes by the name Shoji Miramoto. Shoji is a 38-year-old man living in Japan. Keep rhyming, keep rhyming. (laughs) Who has a plan. One more, one more, one more, and you really sell it. Oh, you know I can. No, that was an aside. You have to make it. You have to make it part of the thing. His plan in Japan is to uh be the man yeah. that lives in a van. Okay. And does, I don't know. I, All I, right. I, I ran out of steam. You put me on the spot. I'm sorry. I was spitting bars and then you, you, you know. You I got you. I'm sorry. I, I got you in your head. I'm sorry. That's all right. I threw okay. you off your process. Shoji Miramoto. Yeah. Is known as the do nothing rent a man. Tell his me more. Job, his only job is to be a person. He's a rent a man. You mm. hire Shoji mm. for whatever you'd like a person to be. To he be, but not to do? He doesn't do anything. He do, he's the do-nothing rent-a-man. Do you need a person to be with you in a place? Call Shoji. Do you need uh, a man to be present 
and not particularly say anything, you got Shoji. Do you need a, a, a strong listener and not much of a participator? Call Shoji. I'm going to need an example of a situation in which somebody would hire Shoji because I'm not fully understanding the value. He was uh, in back in 2018, I believe it was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 2018. He was unemployed. Sure. Sounds and right. He started up a, a Twitter account called Do Nothing Rent a Man and advertised his services. He says, Rent me. I will show up wherever you need and do nothing for you. So he has, here is the exact quote. He has joined people for activities ranging from having a meal with them, accompanying people to restaurants and shops, sitting on a swing set next to somebody, sharing cake on their birthday, sipping coffee in silence, and my personal favorite, sitting quietly while someone confesses a murder. Whoa. Now, does, okay, many questions, but the first and most pressing, I think, legally speaking, is does Shoji have a confidentiality agreement? Is there something like, like a lawyer or, or a doctor where Shoji cannot tell anybody about that murder? He, I do not believe he has lawyer client privilege in any situation. And it doesn't seem to be that any kind of uh, legal agreement you enter into. According to CBS News, mm. who interviewed Shoji Miramoto, Morimoto, excuse me. Uh, he, uh, he, this is very casual. Um, he said he's constantly amazed at the huge variety of personalities, circumstances, and situations of his clients. Mm. He's had over 3,000 clients so far. He has over 200,000 followers on Twitter. And uh, he has, he has turned down a number of requests, including, Cleaning your house, doing your laundry, becoming someone's friend, posing right, nude. Well, now wait. Now wait. Okay. I'm stuck. Okay. I get it. This is, I don't want to be alone doing this, but right. with no expectation of Shoji participating in any specific way. You can invite yes. Shoji on your lonely birthday, which by the way, that one really got me. Like That's if I could be honest, right? you can yeah. invite Shoji on your lonely birthday to share cake with you. But yeah. Shoji is not necessarily going to, he's not going to celebrate. He's not going to show up with a gift. Nope. He may not stick yeah. around for very long after the cake if what he was hired to do is, is eat the cake. Uh, his, his promise, his, his explicit promise on his website is, I won't make any special effort. Fuck, this guy's got it on lock. <laughs> I can't a believe he figured this right? I can't believe Certified. he figured this out. Certified badass. Shit, he really figured this out. Wow. He says, uh, I lend myself out to do nothing, which means I don't make any special effort. Mm -hmm. I don't initiate conversation. I will reply to chit chat, but that's it. I am not a friend or an acquaintance. Whoa. I'm a do nothing man. Whoa. Uh, people like it because I am free of the bothersome things that accompany relationships, but I can still ease people's sense of loneliness. Wow. 
Wow. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm digging this. I'm digging this a lot. He's a he's a real doll with a pulse. Yeah. This is fascinating. Right? I is is Shoji doing well? Is this a popular thing or is this is this just yeah, kind of novelty or this is his only job. This is, he makes a living doing it. It doesn't specifically state how much money he's made or how much he charges for an individual gig, which I would be very curious to know. Yeah. I wonder if it's but, a sliding scale or something. Yeah, based on the uh the amount of non-effort. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, amount of time, I guess. And I yeah. would say I would say also probably the likelihood that somebody will try to trap him into some sort of effort, whether it's emotional or physical, right? <laughs> yeah. Like so if you were like you have to come share a birthday cake with me on my birthday. It's like, whoa, that could be, I could be hearing some real emotional unloading for like a few hours. I'm gonna have to yeah. ratchet up the cost of this. Whereas like somebody's like, hey, come wait in line with me for while I get tickets for this thing is like a right. much more chill situation. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of like just going on walks with people. Uh, Fuck. Now, here's one of the reasons I bring this up. Because my initial reaction was like yours, like this dude is a badass. He has locked into something that is the dream job. And then I thought about it a little more. And I don't think I could do this. That's the thing is I think I think it's a great gig for somebody who has the emotional fortitude to handle it. Right. Because the, because the common thread in all of these things is loneliness, right? Like right. somebody who can't, like, like imagine being so closed off or so removed from things that you feel like you don't even have somebody to take a walk with. Yes. You don't even have somebody to cut cake with you on your birthday. You know, yes. not even an acquaintance, I mean, not, not even an acquaintance, not even somebody you casually know where you're like, hey man, I'm just having a, I'm having a drink for my birthday. You want to come grab a drink with me? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the the way this is framed is he's worried that they will have some sort of emotional attachment. I think in that situation, I would be the one that would have an emotional attachment. Someone hires me to come and share cake on their birthday alone, the two of us, I'm going to start feeling for that person. It'd be tough for me not to start checking in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think this is a very difficult job, actually. Because the other thing is like, okay, that person invites you to share cake with them. They like, maybe they emotionally unload a little bit, right? It's a sad situation. You're keeping things light. You're just doing chit chat, right? Uh, yeah. I would imagine at this point, Shoji is pretty good at like deflecting and keeping things surface level. Uh, but afterwards, like, you know, if that person sort of starts to form a bond with you, you continue charging them for this. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? If this person was so yeah. lonely and had such a pleasant time with you that they call you again to show up and do this somewhere else or some other time, you got to charge them again. Right. You're not their friend. You're, you're not their friend. It says so right there in the ad. Yeah. But at you're the same time. Acquaintance. He says, I'm not even your acquaintance. How do you keep? I couldn't do it. I don't think I could. He said he books up to three gigs a day. Uh, and he says, some people are lonesome. Some feel it's a shame to go somewhere interesting alone. They just want someone to share their impressions with. Woof. Woof. I, I, just don't, I don't think, I think this is, this feels to me like 
something that would have a huge psychological toll. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. He seems to be fine with it. Yeah. But is he really? That's the question. Like, they don't dig into his his feelings about it, but maybe he is uniquely qualified. Maybe he really is the only person that could do something like this because you have to be, uh, sort of protected emotionally. You have to have a barrier. Up yeah. Somehow you have you to know? be a little, you have to be a little disconnected. You have to be a little aloof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, what's that, what's the, isn't there a show called like the designated mourner or something or like it's a, maybe I'm conflating two things, but isn't there a, a fictional thing about a, a person that goes and, and like witnesses <laughs> sad things for people? Oh, well I was going to say, so in, in Judaism, we have the concept of a minion, right? Right. Uh, and a minion is uh, traditionally like if you're Orthodox or, or conservative, it's 13, 13 Jewish men. Uh, but you know, it's turned just 13 Jewish adults. Uh, and the idea is in order to have a service of any kind, you need a minion or to sit Shiva, to sit in mourning for people, you need mm. a minion. Uh, and so there are people that um, will go and like they, sometimes they are paid, like it happens less and less these days, but sometimes they are paid. It's like, yeah, I'm Jewish. I'll come and I'll you give me 10 bucks and I'll come by and you can have your Friday night service. Uh, my brother or my, my uncle, uh, when he was in high school, uh, was he and his buddies for a little while were actually called the minion because the rabbi would like call around to all their houses if there weren't enough people for, uh, for services and it'd be like, can you send your kids by? We need a minion. Uh, and they did it because my, my uncle was so afraid of my grandfather finding out that he didn't come when the rabbi asked. Uh, so there's, there's a thing of that where it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. You're, there's supposed to be a community around for emotional things. I think that's where the, that's where the tradition I think really comes from. You shouldn't mourn, yeah. you, you, you shouldn't mourn alone. You shouldn't pray right. alone. You shouldn't have to go through things alone. Uh, yeah. Which I think is admir- an admirable, you know, ethos <laughs> I, it's it's fascinating that this is that this has become sort of that he's turned it into a, a, a privatized thing though yes right and that it works yeah. right and that people see the value in it and see the value in using him over and over imagine you know? three appointments a day at 50 bucks say 50 mm-hmm. bucks you know you're at a you're at 150 bucks a day um I mean, that's, that's better than a lot of hourly gigs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we don't know how much he charges, but it, I, I think that would be the low end. Would probably, what you think gets, so? How much, on how long is there? How much do you know. think people would pay? I don't know. I wonder what the sliding scale is on this. That's the thing, the thing that's, that's interesting the thing that's missing. Is that I feel like, you know, this is happening in Japan. I, I feel like if it was in America, there might be more uses of this that are ironic and kind of making fun of it. And I feel like in Japan, it's probably people who, you know, really need it. 
really as, as a society, they're more isolated. Yeah, they're more isolated yeah. for sure. Uh, and, and I think you're right. I think there would be here in the here in the states, especially, there would be a lot of people that are like, couldn't get anybody to go with me to this thing. Like, you know, it'd be it would be ironic, right? Like, yeah, couldn't find anybody to go to the Nickelback concert with me, so I hired this guy. Yeah, you know. Well, that, I mean, not not to say that there aren't folks in in a, you know plenty of people in America who feel isolated. It's just it no, does but feel I, like the, but but we would the Twitter it, culture would yeah. be sort of like ironically making fun of it, and you know, this at least to hear the reports of it, it sounds like he's getting folks that sort of need him. You know, yeah. Um, and and in a way, it's a kind of a beautiful thing too. This. But, you know, I, I also, I wonder if people come away from it going, that was money well spent, or if they're just even more sad. <laughs> That's know? a great question. That's a great question. I, I wonder that as well. Like, do you, do you come away from that? Like, okay, so you weren't alone. I keep coming back to the birthday cake person. I know, right? Uh, <sighs> Heartbreaking. That you have somebody there, they eat the cake with you, they have small talk, they leave. I would probably immediately break down when that person yeah. left. I don't know that I would feel much better at all. Right. Because it's a, it's a hollow, empty facsimile of what you were looking for. Yeah. Hmm. And it's wild because it's like, so, you know, the other thing that they have in Japan is they have this kind of like host culture and like maid culture where like, yeah. you know, you can go to a host cafe and it's like, it's very, a lot of that stuff is very flirty. It's very, uh, it's very, the experience, a romantic, a facsimile of a romantic experience. Right. Or, or a facsimile of a deep friendship experience. Whereas mm. this is not that. Yes, right. It's explicitly not that. So, yeah, it's weird. He's a, he's a wall you talk at, you know? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know that I could do it, but at the same time, that's a great idea. That's a, great, a idea. great idea. And I can't believe, man, maybe I could do it. I, do you think I could do it? I, I don't think I could do it. I don't, I, I don't have a sense. I think you could probably do it for a short period, but I think over a long period, it would probably have a toll on you. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Ugh. I mean, I mean, I genuinely hope this, this dude helps some folks. Like I genuinely hope that people come away from hanging out with Shoji and they feel a little better. You know, they're like, Oh, there's another person there. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he charges more right now? Cause of the pandemic. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. He's got that. He's got, it's like, uh, like Uber's, uh, yeah. flex rates. Out, outdoor <laughs> hangouts only. You have to provide N95s for both of us. Yeah. There's probably like a lot of built-in service fees and stuff right now. Like we'll will, eat the will, we'll eat the birthday cake, but it has to be outside. And I have to be six feet away from you. Yeah. I can't imagine business is booming for Shoji right now. No. No, but yeah. He's probably this is probably this tough, tough period the last is, couple of years. This is a tough time. I think I think if when we're thinking about the pandemic, I think the most important thing that we need to think about is Shoji. Yeah. And how Shoji's I mean, doing. I, I'm guessing demand is really high. It's Yo. just the logistics. It's the logistics of, of, of delivering that is the problem. Right, 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 it's right, right. It's a supply chain issue. It's, just a, like the rest of the it's a supply chain issue. 
It's a staffing issue right now. Oh, it's tough. You know, it's tough for a shoji. Listen, you, know? you can't get a you can't get a graphics card or a a paid <laughs> a paid man to do nothing. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. You can't get a PS five or a do nothing rent a man. Do nothing rent a man <laughs> is such an amazing title. Yeah, I wonder if that's just an odd translation. Uh, I I just I love it so much. Do nothing rent a man. I hope it's I hope it's the actual title that he uses. I don't know. I, I, I would, would my I would, my my dream version of this though is that he shows up wearing a shirt that says "Do nothing, rent a man" on it. Yeah, in big blocky text. Yeah, just designated guy. <laughs> just see walking around with you. You're with him, but he wants he wants you and everyone else to know. I'm not this person's friend. I am not their acquaintance. I am a do nothing, rent a man. <laughs> Not a friend or an acquaintance. Wow, I love it. I love it. I would love to know if uh, if the concerned citizens feel like they could do this job. I feel like I don't know. It takes a it takes a very specific kind of demeanor. I feel like you yeah. would have had to have already been like a psychologist or an emergency room doctor to even be able to deal with this. You know? Yeah, resilient in a way that that I am not. Because I think I think that's what's so interesting about the story to me is that on the on first blush. You go, dream job, dude. This guy does nothing and he gets paid to do nothing. But it's like, no, he's not doing nothing. He's, he's weathering a storm, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's sitting there and trying to not feel, which I would, I would find very challenging. Woof. Yeah, let us know how you feel about this, whether you could do it or not. Uh, you can let us know on the Discord, of course. We're talking about all kinds of things on the Discord. Uh, you can also uh, scream it into the sky. And, uh, yeah, and, we'll probably hear it. Yeah, if a bird picks it up, they'll bring it to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, the Discord may be a little more efficient, but either way. Either way. You know what I mean? Either way. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. 